Good love our gracious queens are throughout their just queens. Their time has come. United Queendom. At United Queendom, we are huge fans of Fat Pigeon Art. The work by Sid Spencer is frankly fantastic and the website is fatpigeon.uk so he does digital prints mugs t-shirts and so much more of your favorite drag queens or of celebrities or anyone you can think of from the uk and across the globe they donate a percentage of all profits back to the lgbtqia community in brighton and you our lovely listeners can get a 10% discount using the code uqdm22 on all merchandise Get involved, guys. Hello, I'm Ed Dyson, podcaster, comedy writer, and stay-at-home dad with no children. And I'm Sam Dowler, journalist, broadcaster, and co-host with The Mo Host. And we host... United, United Queendom, Queendom! The number one British drag race podcast. Although our brand tends to be more number twos. Thanks for Tina turning us on. Now let's get on with the show already. Now, there's a new episode of Drag Race that's not this. It's Secret Celebrity Drag Race. What? Um, yeah, it's just been released today. But much like the theme of the show, I'm gonna be we're gonna be keeping it a secret from you guys, so we're not doing the recap <laughs> unless <laughs> unless there's an overwhelming demand for it. But oh. I just feel like it's two RuPaul Drag Race episodes on the same week, and we're doing Down Under. And I don't feel like everyone even liked the first season of Secret Celebrity. And this, well, second... it was a bit point. It's a bit. It was a bit pointless. It's like. Like we've said before about like celebrity versions of things, like like pointless celebrities or when celebrities go on quiz shows. It's not like they're just there celebrity to show their face. Watch fa- that kind of well, thing. yeah, but they just <laughs> but they're just there to show their face and to get like you know and be like oh god like celebrity master chef. Oh, I'm so rubbish at cooking. Why am I even here? Why are you there? Shut up. Did you so, um, did you yeah, watch Celebrity Master Chef this week? No, I can't bear I can't bear Celebrity Master Chef because they're not because it's, ugh, who, who and I, I think what was her name was on it wasn't she wasn't um drag queen was on it Nancy Delolio yes she was on it um, <laughs> no bag of chips was on last year but I watched the new series and me and Lewis were watching it and I swear it was like All Star Seven because the judges whatever they make they're just complimentary about it because it's celebrities oh, and you know because oh. you watch Master Chef normal like I do if they'd brought that dish in in normal Master Chef they'd be ripped apart but because it's celebrities exactly like, oh, which is why I don't want to which is why which is why I don't want to watch it because it's just it's just pandering to the celebrities and it's just stupid I agree I mean they've changed the format for Secret Celebrity so now it's like almost like the masked singer so the celebrities are in drag oh that's a bit that's a bit better yeah and you don't know who it is but I mean clearly it's going to be people you wouldn't know who they were out of drag anyway so it's like (laughs) I'm pretty sure from the trailer I'm pretty sure Raven Simone's one because they've got one who's clearly a lesbian black woman with big purple hair. And I think, well, <laughs> that kind of <laughs> isn't too much of a head-scratcher. If, if it's not Wanda Sykes, then it's clearly Raymond Simone. Yeah, so I think she's on it. But apart from that, I think it's going to be a bunch of D-listers. But if y'all want it, we'll try. But for now, we're getting on with um, Down Under. And also, we're forced with four episodes into... Um, um, Canada. I know, I am actually watching Canada and I'm kind of enjoying the fact I'm watching it without having to make notes. I know, isn't it, isn't it, isn't it nice? It is, and um, I mean, we could discuss it a bit if you want. I mean, I'm really, the one I, my favourite just went home this week. Have you watched the latest one? I won't open a spoiler. Um, oh, it was episode five, wasn't it? Um, it was the Snatch Game, the Snatch one. Game, Snatch Game. Um, yeah, no, I really, I actually quite, I think I quite fancied him. 
Oh, really? She was very, very feminine. Lady Boom Boom. Yeah, because when she did the reading challenge, there was something about her where I thought, I'm getting real big winner energy. So typically, she went home. Oh, spoilers. I was, getting, I was getting big D energy. <laughs> um, but also, I was watching it with David, and he was like, well, because she didn't, like, when, like, this, I mean, this week's outfit, I mean, I know we are going into it, but, like, um, the, the pump thing was amazing. And, um, yes, like, that, that was. Like, was you know, I love a good you, pump. You, for, uh, <laughs> for those of you who haven't seen it, there was a sort of a like there's lots of tubing around this drag queen's outfit, and uh, there's like a brown, ready a bag of brown. sort of a bag. Of, there was a, yeah, I think it was it meant to be blood. It did look it? like a bag, yeah, but it was a bit brownie. Um, but also, like, with hardly any clothes on, she wasn't all skinny, she was a bit chunky, so she looked like she'd been to the gym for a bit. Do you know what I think? Do you know oh, what I mean? Oh my god, as well, I have to mention on Canada, the what was the theme? Was it? Um, periodic table or something. Yeah, yeah. Some of them really fucking stretch that theme. Just come out mm. in a one woman girl came out in a girl drag queen came out in a green dress <laughs> and she was like, "What does she try and pass that off as arsenic?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh come on, bitch! <laughs> you just had that gown in your wardrobe and now you want to wear it." <laughs> exactly. I mean, obviously, like things like potassium are blue. Do you know what I mean? So you, it's, it's like it's. Very, it's quite it's quite an open ended um, theme, but I thought it was quite a good theme for a um, for a runway. However, I quite I enjoyed think it. It needs to be all stars where they've got some money because you could tell that a few of them were just trying to pass stuff off. But um, yeah, I'm enjoying Canada. The thing I actually really am enjoying about Canada is the judging panel. I really like Brooklyn. I think her looks are amazing. I think her personality is really coming out. That guy Brad, I think, is a really good replacement of Jeffrey. Uh, yeah. Tracy, the woman, she's good, although she's not quite as good as. Stacy from last year, I think, but they're all really no, good. No, Stacy from Stacy from the first year. Um, or was it? Was Stacy? Stacy wasn't on it last year, was she? She was only on it the first year. Oh yeah, first year. I mean, sorry, I forgot. We're on third. Season I now, did. Re- I did really like her as well, but um, but also I, I thought Snatch Game was good, and um, the person who won, who did Marie Curie, I thought that was excellent. I think I preferred the Marilyn Monroe, but yeah, the Marie Curie was funny. Um. The um, who was really really bad. One of them was like shocking, and I've forgotten who it was now. Um, there was some of them. I mean, like it was it was a very much like three good ones, and the rest were shit. Oh my god! I have to mention this as well. Was it last week? Yes, it was last week. There was a song on the lip sync, "Don't Call Me Baby," that I'd never heard before. Not the Madison Avenue one. It was a big Canadian hit, and I've been playing it. Ever oh, since. did did you did you? I, um, I bet you already oh. knew it, didn't you? I didn't know it. I thought it, I was, when it said "Don't Call Me Baby," I thought it was going to be Madison Avenue, uh, like you did. But um, but that's Australian. I just, which I, I, would be a good I Australian do, lip sync, actually. We maybe we'll get it. Don't call me baby. <laughs> but I do. But I do like. Um, um, yeah, I, I love it when they do a lip sync song and you shazam it, and then you listen to it for the rest of the week. Yeah, and that the, was one of them. You're the, right. The the Canada ones always seem to bring up some like good songs that I've never heard. They did one. Which one was this week? It was one that I did know. Um, I forgot who it was uh, now. I can't remember the words, but I know what this you mean. This is why we I make feel, notes when we do recaps. Because I, <laughs> I feel like they are um, because they're songs that are popular for that sort of crowd in that country that never made it over here. So of course we we would like them. Oh, it was Carly Rae Jepsen are, this week. And yeah, we, that was we it. Do yeah, that, that was Runaway. Yeah, we're doing, we're doing that one. But um, yeah, there's there's the tracks that um, you know that would be obviously be really popular in the gay community in Canada that didn't make it over here. So of course we're gonna like them. So it's like a whole new set of songs that we because there are songs you know that we have in Britain that were really popular that would never go anywhere else. So it's nice to be able to see them and hear them. Like Atomic Kitten. Ha ha ha, Well, did I already talk about this last week that I saw Westlife? 
Um, no, you didn't. We did, were, they at Wem- were they at Wembley Stadium? They were at Wembley. It was the first time they ever played Wembley Stadium. Wembley Arena Stadium. or Wembley Stadium? Wembley fucking Stadium, bitch. And fucking it was, hell. It was amazing. It was just so... I mean, I haven't seen a concert in Wembley Stadium. I think it was my first ever concert in Wembley Stadium, actually. I've seen no. a football match there. Um, and it was what? just... What? Really, <laughs> I was invited as press and I stayed in the box. Don't worry. I don't know what happened outside... I just stayed drinking. Oh, yeah. You, just, you stayed drinking champagne in the box and didn't look at the football. Fair enough. But, yeah, when the whole, everyone holds up their phones during Flying Without Wings, looking around that stadium, it was truly magical. And you may, may mock because it's Westlife, but honestly, they do have a lot of amazing songs. And I absolutely did you go, loved it. Did you go for work? No, we, pay, we actually paid for these tickets. Me and my friend Katie, for my friend Annabelle's birthday, we got her the uh, ticket and surprised her because she's a big fan. And we're all fans. Were yours, did you have good seats? We were kind of up in the rafters, but I mean, it was still mm. like in Wembley Stadium. You can kind of get a good view from everywhere. I mean, we needed the. But screens. it is it is massive, though, isn't it? It's fucking massive. It's fucking massive. Sophia Lispector to uh, did supporting, and she sang Madonna, which was very welcome. And what she, song? Um, she did like a prayer, my funeral song, and um, <laughs> what. Yeah, it's going to be played at my funeral probably very soon. And James Morrison supported, but he was really shit because um, n- all Saints pulled pulled out, unfortunately. All Saints? Yeah, they pulled out at the last minute. Why? I don't know. A few questions that we need to know, but they haven't answered them as of yet. <laughs> probably drug related. I have to say, I did go. So I went to um, Wembley Stadium to see Madonna, the girly show. <gasps> and um, Damn, I'm so it, it was it That's was the 90- old stadium as well. Picture the scene. Yeah, it was the old stadium. It was ninety. It was nineteen ninety three. I queued up for eight hours because uh, it was back in the day. Where it was back in the day, like you know, basically you had to queue up in order to be let in so that you could get to the front of the um of like the non seated area. Uh, yeah, so I queued up for eight hours. I was right at the front, and it was a religious experience. I have to say, God, I'm so. It was one of the of best that. experiences of my whole life. I would, I would never ever forget it. It was just inc- fucking incredible. So, but then, but then I, I did see um, One Direction there as well. <laughs> less but that religious, was, but that was less religious, and it was a did work. Did make you want to get on well. your knees though? Probably. No, I was in a box like like you were, uh, but I, and I didn't. I wasn't um, in a box for Westlife. I was just. Oh, for the football, I mean. So, I, oh yeah, yeah. I pretty much did for um, One Direction what you did for the football. I basically nattered the whole time and drank champagne and barely watched any of it. I mean, I do love a lot of One Direction songs, but yeah, they're not. I won't be. But it was so. But it was. You know, you know. But you know when you're in a box and you go out and so there's there's a door to go out into like the little seats so you can sit and watch it. But like it was, I've never heard screaming like that, and it was so loud you couldn't hear the music. All you could hear was screaming. It was Probably really stressful. Yeah, it was um, just really stressful. Should we rate this episode? We got a bit yes, sidetracked there. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sidetracked for the first whole half of the episode. I'm going to give it an eight. I, I'm, I'm more, I enjoyed it much more than last week. I think it was the best episode so far. I could even go a nine because I really enjoyed the main challenge. I enjoyed the lip sync. I enjoyed the runway. I just think it was a great down under episode. Um, I'm going to come up to a nine with you. Yay. Okay. Um, so last week, Aubrey Have left. Oh, can I just say one thing? You know what? When you, at the beginning of the episode, you really tried to sabo me. You tried to sabo me, Ed. <laughs> sabo. <laughs> It's kind of like an asbo, but a bit mixed up. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, go on. Uh, Aubrey Have left, uh, but if the first season of Down Under is anything to go by, she could be back next week, just like Art Simone was. Um, <laughs> but Queen Kong felt like she was going home, and to be fair, I think she should have. Um, 
No, I don't. Sorry. Uh, well, this I, week lo- she I love Queen Kong. She did redeem herself a bit this week. But uh, RuPaul comes in the workroom. And did you see that Reese Nicholson, the ginger judge this week, she went on a rant on social media about people saying RuPaul isn't actually there. Yeah. <laughs> it's because the workroom's too small. <laughs> um, he said we should stop saying it. So obviously I'm going to continue saying it now because <laughs> that's what we're like. Stop, stop saying he's not in the workroom. He is okay. Well, he was definitely there when the pit crew came in because you could see his erection, actually. Um, oh, that's Rue's lovely six-year-old erection. Um, no, you're ruining my day. I told you I already feel nauseous. Well, actually, I mean, you wouldn't even get an erection for this. I mean, am I being rude? But the, the pit crew did not look that hot to me. They looked like just a random group of guys brought off the street. They definitely did have that Aussie sort of, you know, work a, work a day charm, which um, which I did like. Um, when I was in Australia, there was this guy, right? The, I mean, this it's a story that you would like, actually. He was, um, me and my friend were sat in like a bar and... Um, and this guy, he was like really like gruff and he was like, yeah, my bar. And he like had a big beard and stuff. And he was telling us he was in, they had been to prison and shit like that. And, uh, yeah. And then he totally just propositioned me and asked me to come down, go down to the beach and like get it on with him. And I was like, tempted, but quite shocked by the whole scenario because he was so like, oh my, come on, my. Like it was really quite shocking. And then, and then. Somebody um, in the bar slashed somebody else's throat and they died. Oh my god! Was he involved? No, he wasn't involved. But he was—he was an ex—he was an ex-convict. I bet he was going to kill you. No, I know. Can you? Oh my god! Maybe he was. Because it doesn't make sense that he would be attracted to you. That doesn't, <laughs> doesn't add up. No, I'm joking. Um, but yeah, the these guys—they're playing mini tools of the trade. Um, <laughs> I did think at one point they were going to go into the pants and take them out and I thought and I was getting hashtag me too vibes well I thought Pomora was taking it way too seriously she was taking ages to think of and I'm like oh my god she really annoyed me this episode I have to say and you know, I'm glad well I'm glad at the result because she was getting she was getting on my t- I am too yeah she seems like a bitch yeah like a massive bitch like you know even like and also, like, with just, just with the mini challenge, by taking such a long time, it's, like, basically making it about you, first of all, but also um, taking it really seriously when it's not seriously. And it's just, like, sh- just fucking shut up. Get back in your box. I did think she's taking it too seriously, but then the winner, Molly Poppins, got $5,000. So I was like, oh, shit, maybe, oh, oh. maybe it would have been a good one to win. And she gets, Molly Poppins! And she gets a great thing, because when the main challenge is a drag brunch, and she gets to team up all the pairs which actually is like could be the difference between mm. a win or a lose really it really um, could be we're going to a drag brunch tomorrow as well aren't we oh my god we are if it's anything like the drag brunch i mean i mean it's <laughs> it's with they would call this challenge a drag brunch and basically it's, it's just like you know five minutes of stand-up with two people wait let me read out this drag brunch <laughs> so <laughs> I'm so I'm so subtle with the um Wow, the, that that is that's a real easy segue there. It was almost flawless. Tomorrow we're going to the vegetarian butcher hosted by RuPaul's Cheryl Hole. The barbecue queen drag bottomless brunch is taking place on Battersea Barge. Oh, that's two hours good. of bottomless prosecco, a hundred percent plant-based barbecue, drag performances, quizzes, live entertainment. I mean it's a gay old time and well, I was going to say, you should all make sure you go, but by the time this goes out, it'll have happened. So, I mean, I guess that doesn't really tough. matter. But so, sh- tough shit. I'm sure we had a great time. Um, I'm sure we had a great time. 
I'm interested in the whole. I'm interested in the whole. Um, sorry, the dog's going barking mad. Um, she's just found out she's not invited to the brunch. She's not. <laughs> no, uh, no. She just found out it was vegetarian, so she's very upset. Although, um, <laughs> um, so how so how does that work, vegetarian barbecue? Because doesn't doesn't vegetarian food on a barbecue just like basically disintegrate? Well, I mean, you could have skewers that were like vegetables. You could have corn on the cob. You could have halloumi. You could have chicken gurge. Oh, I <laughs> love halloumi. You can't have a chicken gurge on on a vegetarian barbecue. I know. I just want to make you say. I it. guess. I guess you could have. I guess you could have halloumi gourjons. <laughs> that actually sounds really good, halloumi gourjons. It does. Um, so Molly chooses Hannah, which I think is a good choice for her to pick pair up with. And then I think she's a bit shady. Well, she is a bit shady with the rest of them. As I don't she- think she's shady at all. She just picks people who are stood next to each other. Well, no. I mean, if you put, like, say, Spanky and Minnie together, because they already did well together in, in the acting challenge, oh, I, see. I bet they would have won together. But because... No, I don't think she actively went to Sabo, people. I just think Sabo. she was... She, she, put the, she picked the person she wanted and then couldn't really bother with anybody else, so just so just said, oh, just do, do it yourself. Well, I mean, she even admitted it. She said, I didn't want to put two powerhouses on one team. And then they're like, oh, so you mean there's one shit person in every team now? <laughs> she's like, no, I didn't say... That went on for ages. She's, she's not some sort of fucking mark criminal mastermind, for God's sakes. That's why I thought it was ridiculous. Like, she's making, they're all making out like, you know, like it was all really devious, but it just didn't seem that way. The bit that really made me laugh was because Spanky got teamed up with Uruguay and Spanky goes this is nothing against you but I think she's paired me up with you because you're shit and it's to <laughs> sabotage me <laughs> it's like how is that not against you? You tried to sabo me by putting me with Yuri who's shit I mean I don't appreciate it I don't appreciate <laughs> it at all with my big legs. Yeah and actually all the I think all the teams will get there but um, all did well this week so I don't think anyone really did mm. get saboed mm, but I just think no. this is something that all <laughs> these queens I mean it's very suited to down under personality to be able to host a brunch type funny oh, yeah. so I mean they get very crude but um yeah they're all discussing I mean when they were discussing what they were going to do I thought Queen Kong was taking it too seriously when she was talking about the racism and stuff I thought oh my mm. god are they going to not do any jokes and just do like but I'm glad. But they... I also I also feel that there was a because um Thinking Bob had a speech, but no, it wasn't Pomora. Who was the one with the big lips? What's she called again? Hannah. Hannah. Um, yeah, I feel like there was a bit of um history there that they were addressing that we didn't know about. She's uh, Hannah's obviously done some sort of racist stick in the past. I mean, Australia is quite a racist country. We've discussed this. Be- we've discussed this before, and um, and yeah, and I think that basically <laughs> Hannah. Because like, cause, cause, um, cause, um, in the VT, Kong was like, yeah, you know, I mean, I really like Hannah, but like, obviously, you know, you know, you know, she has upset a lot of different cultures. And she, Hannah was like, yeah, I did Chinese, I did a Japanese kimono, and then I did this and that. And like, <laughs> it's just, it would be classic. I mean, clearly Hannah has done some racist shit in the past. I mean, we record the podcast in kimonos, but because it's just audio, I feel like that is okay. You don't it's really... a kimono, don't you dare. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was very shoehorned in uh, this bit. And I wonder if the producers actually made her do it because there was such a furore last year about Scarlett um, and her racism that RuPaul even addressed it on the main stage. Oh, yeah. What, what had she done? I think she'd done Aboriginal Aboriginal stuff, hadn't she? No, I think I think there was that, but I think she'd done, like, maybe tweets and stuff that were racist. Hers was a bit more extreme. That's why it got called out. But I did just think... Um, yeah, 
I mean, it was a bit awkward because Queen Kong in the in the confessional, like you said, was, um, I like Hannah, but also I'm, it's, <laughs> I can't forgive her for the people that she's hurt. <laughs> and it just all felt a bit like kind of awkward, but also I guess these uncomfortable conversations sometimes are still worth But this having. is what I mean. I think, I think maybe there was stuff going on that we don't know about. I think I might do some research into what she's, um, probably should have done it before the podcast, really, um, about what she may have done. But I do love... Well, Colin we only watched like it this morning, didn't we? <clears throat> we are, we're turning yeah, you're this right. around very tight. We're, we're, we're fresh off the boat, for God's sakes. Um, but I think... Um, there's a quiet sort of grace about Queen Kong, which I love. And um, and I think, you know, it's very... She's very um, respectful, um, gentle. I really love Queen Kong, I have to say. Yeah, and I love the subtle lips. They're really, really nice. Oh, um, did, oh you won't know who Faye is from Love Island last year, would you? But she was on Celebrity MasterChef this no, year. No, I don't watch any I don't watch any Love Island. Well, she was one with the sh- most shocking big lips I've ever seen and she's had them dissolved and now she looks absolutely beautiful. So, I mean, it just goes to show... Did, like, they, did they look ridiculous before? They looked like two turds on her mouth because she used to wear brown, <laughs> brown lipstick as well with it, which did not help. Um, so we get the rehearsal. <laughs> two turds. Two turds in Cart Polish Turd. And we've got um, a comedian, Chris Parker, who I did quite enjoy, and Reese from the judging panel, judging their rehearsals. Um, so we had Spanky's rehearsal I found quite funny um, I actually yeah. thought Hannah and Molly doing their Hobbit thing was quite funny but they got told um, don't do that but then someone else did it so that was weird yeah they really could they really could have um, gone in got into that like they could have made it really really funny but I did, but you know they, but it, like they said in the judging actually they had they had the connection, but they didn't have the material, and you could, you could sort of see that and I think which I do think is a bit unfair because if they'd have if they'd have gone down the um the route they wanted to, Hobbity stuff, that they could have had the material. So they're I know. a bit, bit scuppered. They're a bit scuppered by the judges. I think it was really bad advice because they were saying like, oh, mm. we want to hear your story about being a priest and all this stuff. And it's like, drag brunch, mm. you don't really want to hear people tell their life no, story. You, you want a few cheap jokes. I thought it was really misguided for them to tell them that. It's not the stand-up challenge. It's not that like a chat show challenge. It's like, just give us a cheap laugh and... Keep it yeah, pumping. exactly, exactly. It's a, it's a brunch, so it has to be cheap. It has to be quick, cheap laugh because most people are going to be drunk anyway, like us tomorrow. Like us yesterday, you mean? Um, and today, <laughs> um, Pomora. This is the bit I think I turned on Pomora, and I think you did as well. Which is in the rehearsal, I really felt like she was being so rude to Beverly, like mm, just constantly so shoot, rude. shooting daggers at her. And I did think the advice was good from the judges here, where they were like, "It's really good to make your teammate look good. Like if you make your teammate look bad, you make yourself look bad. Like you meant to mm. work as a t- duo. Like she just seemed like a real spoiled brat, and it made me understand what Minnie was saying about her last week." maybe she's mm. so oh yeah oh absolutely there was a there was a sort of yeah like there was a there's a nastiness to her and like and a sort of like a mm, I'm better than you sort of bullshit and um yeah she was putting she was putting her down she was putting Beverly Kills down and like and you could tell that she felt it and I didn't I didn't like that at all and even at the end of this episode Beverly during the critiques like I really enjoyed working with you Pamara and it's like why she was so horrible to you yeah um, I know she was a very very um very very graceful thing to say I thought yeah she's definitely not the villain anymore 
Um, in the workroom, we find out Yuri Guy has a poorly eye, which is a, could, be, <laughs> could be her new single. And she's gone to A&E for it, which seems a bit extreme, but it all seemed a bit random. Quite camp, actually. I'm Yuri Guy, I had a poorly eye. You can bet, you, you can bet that's going to be in a rap later <laughs> on. If she makes theories. it, yeah, that should be it. Um, but, I don't, I don't want to even know about, about my poorly eye, but, you know, here's my latest single. Yuri Guy, had a poorly eye. <laughs> My favourite bit of the episode now is when RuPaul comes out to see how the lighting is treating her. But I thought this was the best she looked so far in her gold leopard Oh, defo. She looked lovely. And, um, yeah, she looked good. And the light... I, I still saw a hint of, like, Willem beard, but it was a lot lighter than last week. And then we get um, Ursula Carson on the judging panel, who I assume is, like, the Australian GC. She was quite funny. No, she is... what Because she's... Because she's a tubby blonde bird. She is a comedian and um, she's like a, a judge on uh, Masked Singer Australia. And, How'd you know um, this? Because I looked it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the internet. <laughs> I looked it. Up, I looked it up as I watched it because I thought Ed won't have looked it up, so I looked it up. <laughs> uh, you're always one step ahead of me, bitch. How dare you? So let's talk about these drag brunches. So first of all, we have Beverly and Pomora. Um, I thought they looked great. Um, mm. I thought it was weird that they took the Hobbit joke from the Hobbits after the Hobbits didn't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. There was one joke that absolutely bombed when they said, "Oh, Minnie." It's a safe space for comfort, and it didn't make any sense. And there was just a long, awful silence. It was really weird, and they had they had the um, and the producers very kindly gave us a stony faced RuPaul on that yeah. bit, which was uh, which means you know it wasn't funny. Well, I do think this is the worst one, but I still think it wasn't a complete. Apart from that one moment, it wasn't a complete flop. So it shows that everyone did quite well. Well, the- I mean, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a bomb. Like, I mean, they did say that in the judging later on, but it wasn't it wasn't a bomb. But there was um. Yeah, there was awkward moments. It was, and again, worst. like, and again, like, obviously, there was, um, you know, there was a lot more material that was cut out. I mean, I would have liked to have seen like the whole lot, really. Yeah, and then we find out Yuri is back, and it looks like she's got spunk in her eye, and she's just sort of. Have you had? Have you had that? The Gab- Gabrielle patch. I have. It stings. The key is to wash it out straight <laughs> away, which actually is quite obvious. But I was quite late in life before I found Ooh. that out. Um, <laughs> it was very, very painful after like throbbing. Honestly, I thought I was going to have babies out of my eyeball. It almost stopped me giving blowjobs, honestly, but lo and behold, 45 minutes later, I was back on it. Um, 40, 45 minutes, I was still doing my fiver for a blowjob around the back of the, around the back of the biffer bin. And then I got the other eye. Honestly, I looked like a demon by the end of it. Um, <laughs> I looked like a demon at the beginning of it. <laughs> so then next we have Hannah and Molly. Uh, they come out singing and let the judges say, I think they're great energy. That was funny and really cute because they're both sort of like the same body shape, sort of shuffling. It was really, it was really cute and, and, and funny. I thought the setup about Jesus and being nailed to the cross, like it, it went on for so long and then I didn't think the joke was quite worth the No, payoff. no, agreed. And then the joke about farting in my foreskin was really, really quite crude. I mean, <laughs> obviously... <laughs> you did enjoy that. Well, on this show, we get very crude, but that one actually shocked me. I'm surprised it made the edit, actually. It's quite, quite disgusting, really. <laughs> but um, RuPaul seemed to enjoy it. Um, so, yeah, I, I understood what the judges said. I think their energy made up for the fact they didn't have that many great jokes, but it was still entertaining. Mm. Because their jokes were ruined by, um, by, the judge, by, the, um, by the people that were supposed to be helping them. Fuck you. That is true. 
Uh, so they could have gone to town on the Hobbit stuff, really gone to town. Like, I mean, they know they did a tiny joke about hairy feet, but they could have done like, I mean, you know, the the One Ring. Um, there's, exactly. There's, I mean, there's so there's so much. Gay like, Lord so much of the all. Rings. Yeah, exactly. All of it. Do a Gollum impression, although he's not a Hobbit. Actually, he was a Hobbit, wasn't he? What's called Sie- Smeagol. Yeah, Smeagol. He yeah, he was. He but he started off as a Hobbit and then he got corrupted by the One Ring. That's the one. Um, so Ring. Queen Kong and Minnie. I felt very conflicted. This was odd. <laughs> it was odd. It was so weird that Kong came out alone and Minnie took so long to arrive. Um, I wonder if it was just a case of Minnie knew that she wouldn't let Kong speak, so the only way to, to be fair was to let her come out <laughs> solo. I, I, that's so funny, though. That's so funny. Like, even... She's like, listen, listen, I would try, but when, I'm, when we're on stage, I won't be able to shut my mouth. So I better just not come on at all until later <laughs> because I can't trust myself. I mean, it was very weird. I mean, Kong had some good joke delivery, but every one of her jokes was a recycled one that's been before. I mean, she really did... Those uh, Pomora's corset jokes, they were all, they've all been used on the haters' roast many times. Oh, um, have they? The jokes about... Being on the Titanic, it's an old like these are kind of drag staples. So I did think it was very lazy that she used jokes that she's heard, but she did deliver them well. Um, and I think, and I think that they, the, the judging panel and the producers, they want her to do well. Do you know what I mean? Because she is a she's a lovely character. Seems like a lovely person. Clearly, a bit of a legend. And you know, and you know, when she's ticking boxes all over the shop, so they they don't want they don't want her to leave. Yeah, and I agreed with the Minnie thing where I do think Minnie is a star and she's exciting to watch, but she's also sometimes so manic, it's quite off-putting. So manic, I mean, well, that's what I think. I mean, obviously we saw, you know, her come on and do a bit of the drag brunch, but then they, when, in, when the judges talked about it, they talked about her being so manic again, and I don't think we saw how manic she was. Yeah, I think she was edited favourably. <laughs> yeah, I know, to not look so crazy like she was last week. Yeah. And then we got Spanky and Yuri. And um, I did agree that I thought Spanky was the best individually overall. But I, I thought, I didn't think Yuri was that good for them to both get the win. But Yuri had sort of like a, there was like a sloppy funny about it. And she's kind of leaned into it like she was making mistakes, but she was kind of funny with it. So, um, yeah, I can see that. But still, I thought, um, I thought um, Kong and Minnie were the best, actually. Well, who did I think was the best? I mean, I think Spanky was the best on her own. As a team, I would probably say... Oh, God, it's hard. Because they all were good, but none of them were great. Mm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe Spanky and Yuri. I mean, I enjoyed the jokes about the glory hole. The smartest thing to come out of Molly's mouth is a penis. Uh, but I thought Spanky <laughs> looked awful. But, I mean, we're getting... She did look, she did look dreadful. But that's uh, de rigueur with Spanky. We're getting used to it now. But um, <laughs> Yeah, we are. <laughs> I thought the runway was surprisingly strong. It was red for filth, which we've had before on... Um... Oh, have we? Oh, can I just say about Spanky? She is a very rare drag queen that I think looks better out of drag. <laughs> She looks more masculine in drag than out of drag. <laughs> she, in drag, she just looks like a, a like a, a mess, like a, a a brick with a wig on. But yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. But we're out of drag. Like at least she looks human. Well, at least she's got a good personality. Um, so Beverly comes out in a gothic uh, candle head sort of look. I gave this a hit. Yeah, I give this a hit. It's um. I like the one eye thing. Um, I thought probably Yuri should have done that if she had one bad eye, but no. Um, it was, uh, yeah, I did like it. it was, there was a gothic vibe to it and it was, it was pretty. 
um, Pomora. She did like an indigenous big dress that I thought was also really beautiful. I gave that a hit too. I didn't like it. Sorry, I don't like the. Sh- I didn't. I don't. I, I don't like those sh- those shapeless sack dresses. I've never have. Yeah. Um, you'd give it the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought Hannah looked amazing in this PVC dress um, that Rue loved as well. I thought it was really graphic, eye-catching, sexy. And yes, yeah, she seems to just have a very good aesthetic, I think. I gave it a hit. Oh, yeah, I gave it a hit as well. Um, I gave my hit of the week, surprisingly, to Molly Poppins, who I do not see as a fashion <laughs> queen. <laughs> and I love how, how they just said, what is it called? What is it Rue said? It's gone so, pa- so far past whore, it's uh, couture. It's high fashion. <laughs> yeah, that was it. It's so tacky, I love it. <laughs> uh, it was tacky. And, like, and they did a close-up on the horrible shoes. <laughs> I know, I, was, I had the same reaction as Rue. I was surprised how much I liked it, but I did like it. So yeah, Molly, this showgirl ruffle look, hit of the week. I just, I just love that sort of troglodyte vibe that Molly has, um, you know. She's, it's like she's lived underground all of her life and then come out just for drag race. Just like a hobbit. Um, just like a hobbit. Or like a mole, <laughs> like me. <laughs> what did you send me a picture of? It wasn't a mole, was it? It was, it was a, a um... <laughs> <laughs> I have I can't get over this. Um, <laughs> oh, li- listeners, oh, if you could only be with us in real life, we're just, just as funny as we are now. My biggest insecurity is how much I look like a mole and Sam has just really <laughs> hit a nerve there. Um, they used to call me. They used to call me Hans Molman at school. <laughs> um, Queen Kong does a Moana look. Um, I didn't really <clears> like this, but I kind of gave it a hit. She looked. It didn't look bad, but I thought. It'd... I didn't really like the print work, but I do. I do understand. And like, and she. Very, I mean, that was very regal. Her her um her walk was very regal. I loved that. Yeah, she's got good stage presence. Um, mm, I definitely. actually gave Minnie a shit, even though the dress was nice. But I thought the the nipples out was a bit. <laughs> A bit sloppy, to be honest. Really sloppy. Has she not walked in it at all to know that her, her those horrible little old man nips were going to fall out? Ooh, that made me feel quite queasy. Well, and I felt queasy got, anyway. She's got the most experience out of any of them. Has she not learned how to make sure her shit is all in? Like, it just seemed a bit... Yeah, exactly. And also, yeah, she is... You're right, she's got the most experience out of all of them. And even... Um, who was it that ended up having to lip sync? They had she had she had pasties on her nipples because her nipples were, because the top was going to fall down. And like, and if you knew your nipples were going to be on show, like put something on them. Exactly, and Beverly Close like red is, like some red glitter for God's sakes. Anything but those Janet Jackson hanging out thing. Um, so Spanky, she did a Poppy's look. I thought it was her best look so far, but it still gave it my shit of the week. Thought, it's, a low, it's a low bar for Spanky. The fact you can have your best look of the season and still be shit of the week is not, um, <laughs> not a good sign, really. But it just looked, it looked cheap. And like you say, she just doesn't tend to look very good in drag. But I do like it. But you compare all these looks to, um, you know, the last episode of Canada. I mean, you know, there was, there was some amazing looks on there compared. These are very these are very budget. Yes, uh, they are. Although I do think that this was one runway. They all kind of pulled it out a little bit. Uh, mm. Yuri Guy is a devil. I gave it a hit, but I mean, we've seen devils done better on the show. So, I mean, mm. it's nothing but the new. But the makeup was good. I mean, it obviously, you know, to do all over makeup and it not be patchy, it's very difficult. With a manky eye as well. Um, <laughs> With a wanky, spanky, manky, Yuri Guy... Yeah. Well, Spanky and Yuri Guy are the winners as well. Uh, so I don't know if they kind of gave it as a well done overcoming maybe the Sp- eye dilemma. Maybe, maybe, maybe Spanky Wanky did her eye. <laughs> well, her bottoms are always off, so it would make a lot of sense. Um, 
All the rest of them are up for elimination. They basically all get called shit apart from Minnie and Kong, who do get some praise. And I love that Minnie mm. says, uh, there are these old queens that are dead now that remind me of you, Rue. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. And, and this dress is for them. This dress, this dress is falling down. It's this, for them. This dress that I can't keep on my chest is is a tribute to those dead. I queens. can't keep it on my old man pigeon chest. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I mean, just get some fucking tit tape or something. It's oh Jesus. And then backstage, uh, well, in the workroom in Untucked, whatever. Oh, it is. this is my favorite bit. Can well, you do an impression? Well, Beverly breaking down in tears. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just so hurt. Like I'm so strong, but really I'm so scared. Oh, <laughs> oh, I do this anymore. <laughs> and I love that. Um, who was it? Hannah just looking at her like, "You all right?" It's like, "No, she's not all right." She's <laughs> yeah. just shaking on the she floor. Was, she was like, she was like getting into like you know proper TV mode. Yeah, I really think there was that. And she's like, <laughs> behind her, she's like, uh, 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 she had, uh, you, "You ruined my flow with your crying. Are you okay?" <laughs> <laughs> but Queen Kong gave an excellent Brilliant. pep talk, and it really, oh my god, it was very my, my, stirring. It was stirring, and I really, I really, this is like, you know, I just love Kong for this. Like, her quiet grace in the workroom when they were talking about, you know, what she was going to do, etc., the racism, blah, 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 blah. And then this pep talk was beautiful, was it not? It was. It was. She was like, forget the cameras, fuck that. Who are you here for? And I was like, actually, it, yeah, made, it made me forget ready about to the perform. mirrors. Yeah, I know. So Beverly and Pomora, they knew they were lip syncing. Um, and it's to Starstruck by Years and Years featuring Kylie. So second oh, Kylie. Is it our second Kylie? Yeah. Second <laughs> Kylie. Episodes. <laughs> and didn't we just have a Kylie on UK versus the Worlds and All Star 7s? So there's a lot of Kylie lately. Um, it's almost like she's a gay icon. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm not that familiar with this song, but it's quite good. You know, I hate, um, what's his name, Molly Alexander with a passion, so... I'm... Do you? Wait, wait, do you? Um, okay, I need to discuss this. Well, because I interviewed him at Radio 1's Big, Big Weekend a few years ago, and I had to walk out the interview because he was so rude. And I think he's um, spoil talentless. I mean, I do like the music of years and years, but I didn't think he was good at acting in what I saw of It's a Sin. And Did you not see the whole thing? No, because I've, I found it's the first episode so annoying and I know that I should have stuck with it because obviously I've seen clips since and it looked very amazing. I found him annoying as well in the first episode, but I, I had to, because I, I do find him annoying, but I think it might, that might actually be a residue of my self-hating gayness. Um, so that might be why I didn't like him to begin with so I need to I need to push past that I was just, I was discussing it with my mum today actually like I used to when I was young like um in, in the 80s uh, <laughs> I can't even believe I said that but it's the truth um <laughs> like bands like um I didn't like Andy Bell from Erasure I didn't like um uh Jimmy Somerville um from the Communards because they were all over do you like Jimmy Savile no I did and I wish I did because he, he certainly liked me um <laughs> No, uh, I just, uh, but but they were all really overtly quite gay and I didn't like them. And it must have been because they were overtly gay and I knew I was in the back of my mind, but didn't realise it. And that's why I disliked them, which is bizarre because I obviously I was, I was disliking something about myself. So I think there's residue of that with Ollie Alexander, but I do, I do, I've, I've made myself be more um, into him. However, then I heard a story very similar to yours, which I can't talk to you about on the podcast, but I will tell you tomorrow. Yay. I mean, yesterday. Um, <laughs> I will tell you where... yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, whereby he was a bit of a twat. So, um, he is a twat. Yeah. And it's not my self-hating gayness. I've always loved 
gay celebrities, gay music stars. I always loved Campness. I always loved Graham Norton. Yeah. I wanted Brian Dowling to win Big Brother. I wanted Will Young to win Pop Idol. But Ollie Alexander, not my kind of gay, not my kind of person. And I don't like his face, but that's a separate thing. Um, but also, <laughs> that's a separate thing. But also once, I mean, you know, working in showbiz as we have done, like once somebody's like that to you you can never shake it like when Jessie J was a massive bitch to me I could have never been able to shake it I mean I know that she's been a massive bitch and a crazy crazy person with loads of people I know who've worked with her and stuff And but she was a massive bitch to me and I can never forgive her for that she was a fucking bitch the thing is even I'm quite understanding about if a celebrity is a bit of a bitch because you know me when I'm in a bad mood I can be a bitch mm. and I get no <laughs> and I get that we all have off days and just because you were a bit off once doesn't mean you're a dick. But in all my mm. career, I've only ever walked out of two interviews. So it, it has to be pretty bad for it to be so bad I terminate the interview early. And he was one of them. So that is Did not... he know did he know he was terminating it early or did or did he think it was the end of it? Um well I mean there wasn't like a set amount of time, but usually with when you're interviewing someone quite big the interview ends because they want it to end or their people are like hurrying it up but the fact it was like five minutes in and I was like you know what I can't do this anymore that was very much a rare thing when you're doing it for a newspaper because usually you want as long with them as possible but what specifically did he say that was rude? He just wasn't answering the questions, making no eye contact. It wasn't, like, rude to me. It was just, like, making it so obvious he didn't want to be in the interview. So he was, like, bored of it. I know, but if you if you really don't want to do the interview that much, I doubt that they're forcing... It. I was doing it for the Daily Mirror. I doubt that they were, like, mm. gun to his head, you have to do this interview. So just don't do it. I'd rather you didn't do the interview than sat there and looked like a face with a slapped ass, giving one-word <laughs> one answers, rolling your eyes and not making eye contact, making conversations with your other bandmates during the interview it's just so rude and I just like and make exactly making you feel awkward when you're just doing your job which is not fair well it's a lot easier when they're in a band to do that because usually if you're one-on-one you kind of have to follow some social graces but in a band they can easily kind of um, make you feel a bit ridiculous and I was like I do Mm. not have to I I was getting drunk I was having a good time I did not need to be sat in this fucking bullshit interview Mm. and they're not even that famous like if I was sat interviewing Mariah Carey and she wants to treat me like shit fair enough it's Mariah Carey I will lap it up but I will not take it off fucking years and years who at the time had had like two hits which are quite good songs I do like those songs but not enough to put up with this fucking bullshit. And I don't even think they've had that many hits since, apart from that fucking It's a Sing cover, which is worse than the Pet Shop Boy original. <laughs> Sorry, I went on a bit of a rant. Oh, then. you did, and I was sat here enjoying it. Like, oh, good. Literally, like a, like, it was like all... a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we think of the lip sync then? I can't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> Me either. So it was. I I, I really enjoyed this. Lip it was sync. a good lip sync, yeah. But I it, it was. I felt it was a bit awkward on the blocking front. They seemed to be. Like, I was. It was making me anxious that they were kept trying to occupy the same space. I know they were going to be back in A and E with Yuri Guy's poor mm. eye. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I liked. Um, I thought that Pomora was doing better at the actual lip syncing, but I thought Beverly obviously had all the dance moves, all the stunts. Um, so I, I kind of wondered if it was going to be a double chante, but I know it's a short season, so I don't think they can do that. So I did think Beverly Kills probably and, edged it. And also, also Pomora's Pomora splits were really quite laboured. Um, I really felt like she was breaking her uh, legs at the same time. Also, but, um, when she took didn't off make the bomb, think... yeah, when she took off I the know, bottom half that we dress. We hate that. Well, I don't mind it if it looks good, but she just had a big kind of 
beige gunt kind of hanging out. And it was, <laughs> it was not cute. And even RuPaul looked a bit disapproving. I thought after that. <laughs> a big beige gunt. <laughs> Oh, take a look at me, big beige gunt, guys. Come on. I'm glad it's the lip sync. I'm glad she put her dress back on to be eliminated. And I like that she said bye cunts. Oh, but I assume that's what she said because they bleeped it. Um, considering they're left in the foreskin uh, joke, which was quite graphic, I think. Oh. Well, yeah, but like, I mean, but the words, I mean, the words weren't graphic. It was just the intonation and the actual meme that was quite graphic, where it's just can't is quite graphic in itself. Um, maybe we, you bunch of can'ts! Maybe we should end every episode of Down Under by just saying bye can'ts instead of clicking Boy it. Bye can'ts! Um, so <laughs> next week we've got the Snatch Game, which obviously I'm very excited about. And until then, I think there's only two words left to say. Is it click click? Bye, cans! Click click, click click.